Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Paula is back and she recaps her journey through pet loss. This plus all of the things we do as mothers and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shop lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. God, I want to use this in a sentence in public. Paula. Well, I've had essence on my face before. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. This is episode 364. Sorry, it's the best I could muster. It's all good. We are Sisters Who Podcast. Oh, yeah, we are Sisters Who Podcast. We are. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. Welcome back, Paula. Gave you a little break to deal with the trauma that is pet loss. Yes, my cat Toby passed away, ultimately, which is unfortunate. And now we have a crap ton of bills that we have to pay. (sighs) And so... Isn't it fun how they're all loving and nice to you and wanting to help save the life of a, a senior cat and then it's over and it's like, uh, we're so sorry for your loss. $800, please. Yeah, I mean, just just to euthanize him and get his ashes, because we decided mm-hmm. to do the ashes. Yeah. And we did the personal, like a... They don't group him in with yeah, others. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want him mm-hmm. lumped in with a bunch of yes. other animals. I'm like, what the what's the point of that? You exactly. Know? I just don't see the point. Because what, do they just scoop out a cat worth and put it in a no, box with, for you? With him and a bunch of guinea pigs and dogs. And, you know. <laughs> it's like, how do we know that we don't have others? I mean, you how wouldn't. do we know we even got him? I mean, that's just the whole matter of it. So we did yeah. the personal one. But when we left there, it was like $350. And yeah. by that point, we had already spent almost $1,000. <sighs> that is the seedy underbelly of pet care, senior pet senior pet care. Yeah. Because although I would not classify you as someone who was not in reality, mm-hmm. when you are grieving, knowing, and listen, in the pit of your stomach, you knew this wasn't going to end well. It was just a matter of when. And so, because they're old. I mean, cats do, they're not immortal. I mean, they're immortal in our hearts. But as far as the reality of it, it's like at some point, you know, you have to just go, what are we doing? Like, why is this, what are we doing? And, you know, and like you said, you really wanted the doctor to give you the cue. Every treatment plan, they said, you know, this is, this is ultimately what we'd like to do. Before we do X, Y, and Z, we're going to do, you know, A. Mm -hmm. And then after A, they would call us and say, you know, we think that we probably don't need to do X, Y, and Z because, you know, A doesn't look so good. Right. And why don't you guys come down and, you know, we'll talk about alternatives or other yeah. things or, you know. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, when he called me, he just said, you know, I just don't see it improving. You know, okay. I, just, I just don't see it getting better. So I don't right. see why we need to do more x-rays or more tests or... Well, that's very, that's an ethical thing because most doctors will go, hey, we can, like, we can send him to UC Davis. We have a specialist. He said, if you really want to go all, like, balls to the wall, he says, you could take him to a hospital, like a vet hospital. They Mm -hmm. could do IV fluids, you know, try and get him stabilized and then try and, you know, manage it with medication. He says, if that would even work, he says, and that's assuming they could get him stabilized. Even if they could and they could manage him with medication, he says the prognosis is terminal. Yeah. So you're looking at 
maybe seven to ten months. It. Oh my god! You, I would never make an animal go. Through and that's that. what I told him. No. And, and I, we're just like that. Doesn't even make sense. Like that why would, would be cruel. What kind of life would, would he have? That? Yeah. What he kind just of life is sitting that? there with you know rapid breathing? And he said at this point he's suffering. He said his respiratory was so low. That every breath he took was painful. Oh, see, that would be enough for me. That would be. We told him that. We said we don't want him to suffer. No, he can't suffer any longer. I will share with you, Jesse, our first Sheltie that I actually basically rescued from our ex brother in law. Yeah. I I don't even want to get into it because I think his intentions were good, but he just did not take care of this dog. And he and she was a Sheltie. She was beautiful, purebred Mm -hmm. Sheltie. And that dog learned how to eat out of the refrigerator because (laughs) it didn't get fed regularly. Literally figured it out. Like it would pull on a towel on the fridge and go in and rifle through the refrigerator and eat. Oh, poor thing. So I took the dog, basically. (laughs) I took the dog. And my sister, our sister, was so grateful because she wasn't in the in any position to take the dog. Mm-hmm. So given all of that, Jessie lived to the very top of the age group of a Sheltie. Right. She lived to be almost 15, which is perfectly normal. That's a long time. Yes. And so in the middle of the night, uh, it was probably three in the morning. We heard this really weird sound. We didn't know what it was. Jessie had wedged herself in between the toilet and the wall in the main bathroom Mm -hmm. and we woke up and we're like what is this and she was panting you could literally it was a death rattle you could literally hear her lungs it was the weirdest sound we thought it was plumbing we had no idea and so Mm -hmm. we went in there and and daryl found her and he's like honey and i was like no i was not ready you're never ready yeah so when we took her to the vet I took her. The doctor put her on oxygen immediately and they did a quick x-ray and they said, she's got congestive heart failure. It would be unethical for me to tell you to suggest anything other than euthanasia at this point. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Okay, let's do it. And here's the thing that sucks hard is when they put a dog on an oxygen mask, they perk up immediately because they actually feel good. Yeah. So it's like, it's the worst to, to, to make that decision when they look good. But she's and I told her that and she's like, the second we take this mask off, she's going to degenerate to a point that you'll be like, oh, please do it. So it's like we're just keeping her comfortable. And I said, okay. so it was really tough, Mm -hmm. but I I felt okay with it because the suffering is more than I can bear. I can't I was I'm with you, you know, and Arthur was different. Our cat. Mm-hmm. He wasn't suffering. He was just paralyzed and yeah. old. That one was tough, but he had thrown a blood clot, which is very common in cats. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's going to get another one and he will either die of an aneurysm. And do you really want to find him like that? I'm like, no. Yeah. So it is the worst part of loving animals, man. It is the worst part of being caretakers to creatures. It really is. It was so hard because um, when we all got there, because we knew what we were there for. Of and course. all of us, you know, were just bright red eyed and, oh, you know, yeah. sniffling. Yes. So we were in the room. They brought him in the room. And um, he had had, I'm pretty sure he had IV fluids and maybe some pain medication. Oh, for because sure. Because as soon as they put him on the table, he meowed and he looked at us and we were petting <laughs> him and he just started purring like crazy. Like yeah. he was just like, my family. He was so happy to see us. But that's good. That means he was comfortable and safe. No, it was amazing. Although I would have been uh, inconsolable. Oh, God. We were uh, sobbing. <laughs> but God, we were just like, just... he was just so happy to see us. Thank goodness. 
Yes. But the kids, you know, we obviously had them leave the room because. Oh, it's really? Just, yeah. It's, it's just not good for them. So it was well, just Victor and I. And it's so fast. It, yes, it really is quick. It's so fast that, you know, when you're sitting there holding them I, I we didn't hold him he was on the table but yeah. I mean I held his little face yes and I did that with Arthur too so they left us and they left us with him yes and it took us a couple minutes before we finally realized like this is not him anymore like he is gone yeah I think it takes a few moments before they start to finally look like they've passed you know, it's really hard. I remember when Arthur, when that happened with, now Arthur did what Calvin did. Maybe it's an orange kitty thing, but his eyes were wide open and looking at me when he died. Well, his, I, actually cats don't close their eyes when they pass away. Interesting. They did you Google have, that or did someone tell you that? Because I didn't know that. No, the vet, he, he, he oh. prepared us for a few things oh, okay. just in case they happened. Yeah. And I guess specifically with congestive heart failure, there could be a few things that are a little upsetting. Oh, geez. But Toby was completely peaceful. And oh, so good. we didn't have any issues. Well, listen, um, that was the reason why you got the day off. Daryl was, you know, obviously we felt heart. We were grief stricken for you because we've been through it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, unfortunately, I'm incapable of sending a gift uh, properly so <laughs> I sent I sent a gift the day you told me which was the evening like literally you you let me know minutes after it happened and I immediately and I was bawling and so I sent yeah. this I sent this gift and of course because you know good deeds never go unpunished it I fucked up the address not only that but our friend tried to send a gift and it fucked up that address too so yeah. it was like this whole ridiculousness and I'm so sorry, obviously. But oh, you know, no, it's okay. the The loss of a loved pet is so difficult. It's 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 because we put so much love. And like you and I were talking about, when a cat luckily goes to their senior age, you know, whatever that is supposed to their life, their ultimate lifespan, you can't help but reflect on all the stuff from the when you got them until mm-hmm. you until you have to say goodbye all the life that they witnessed with you or were there for you, whether mm-hmm. it was comfort or celebration or whatever, you know, introducing them to the babies or, mm-hmm. you know, adopt, getting it for the first day or whatever. Like that was that way when Ar- Arthur died. Arthur had seen so much shit go down. And then, mm-hmm. you know, for him to finally say goodbye, it was like, it's like closing a chapter in your own personal life. That's exactly how it was. Isn't that weird? I mean, it's not weird. Well, and for me, at least, it was particularly, I wouldn't say it was particularly sad, but it just felt, I guess, like a poetic justice in some way, because Mm. Victor and I got the cat together before Mm -hmm. we had our kids. Right. And now that, you know, obviously we're truly over, the cat passes away, and I'm just (laughs) like, that was the one last thing that he and I had together. You know, aside from our children. Right, I know what you you mean. And so I'm like, it just, you know, go figure that that would be the one thing that has to go. Like I told you, cats are very intuitive. (laughs) And Toby's like, oh, my work here is done. But anyway, so obviously everybody who's listening has lost a pet at some point, whether it was a fish or a cat or a dog. We've all been there, and it's very relatable. We've all grieved in our own ways. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so yeah, so Tyler moved in this week. My son moved back home. Oh, yeah. I moved in on, uh, he moved in early, (laughs) surprisingly. Mm. 
So they are adjusting and they have two cats. And so they're here. Of course, Daryl's just like, you know, beside himself with joy that there are four cats in the house. But Tyler and Aaron are they're struggling a little bit to adjust because this is all new. And so I said, well, I hope, you know, we're trying really hard to make them super welcome and, you know, whatever we can do. But I think it's just, you know, moving home is great because their whole their whole reason for living here is to save up a big fat down payment so they can move into a nicer place Mm -hmm. and not be struggling while they do it. That's really Mm -hmm. the only reason why they're here. And then they're moving out and then that'll be that. So it's like they are relieved that they don't have all of those heavy bills and that they're going to literally be stockpiling cash but now they're relegated to one room and you know one you know their bathroom and they've you know we're sharing the kitchen and all that stuff so it's it's a weird adjustment for them and half their life is in a storage unit you know so they're adjusting but they're so grateful and i'm just in heaven obviously i'm just loving it and i'm like you know, Kenzie, you know, we have another bedroom. She's like, no, never. But she's been coming over more, too. So I have been in full on smother mode, you know, wow. full smother mode. It's been awesome. Daryl's just like, hey, uh, way over here. What about me? You know, I know. <laughs> but he's traveling. He's traveling quite a bit this week. So, you know, he doesn't feel it. Although I got a pinch of del- jealousy because Tyler walks in last night and he's like, hey, where's Daryl? And I'm like, Why? What do you need him for? What am I? Not enough for you? <laughs> I'm like, I bought you some shoes, you know. But That's anyway. Funny. So what's Malia doing then all this week? She's just hanging out with her boyfriend, I guess? No. You know what? All of her friends had some plans because apparently we're not doing a whole lot of traveling because we're doing a big trip in June. So we're kind of holding off. Yeah. And everybody's getting a little edgy, like we need to get out of here. But uh, there's just too much going on. I can't do it. And Daryl's traveling so much. And so Malia's like, oh, my friends are gone. I have nothing to do. And I'm like, well, don't you have some scholarship applications to fill out? She's like, I would rather die than write an essay right now. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Clean out your closet. I mean, It's almost May, for God's sakes. How? I mean, when does she think she's going to turn those things in? Well, they're due next week. So she has the week to do it. But I said, hey, I joined some freaking clubs so that you can apply for these things. Do it. Because now I've got to, you know, now I'm committed to these things so that you can qualify for these amazing scholarship so please go so she will but anyway it's you're right it's low-key I feel like all I do is is busy work you know cleaning and crap but uh yeah the weather makes me want to go do other stuff but yeah I know for some reason like when the weather's like this it makes me want to go away for the weekend to like the ocean or something me too oh my god me too I'm so like, bad I, I'm like Monterey sounds really fun right now <laughs> yes but by myself yeah or with or with like a companion I can have sex with yeah that's it <laughs> you know I don't want to mom my way through a, a, a break no. see that's the thing is I don't know why they call it spring break like a break for who the teachers because the rest of us are working our asses off you know trying to come up with you know whiny bored te- teenager stuff or if you have little ones oh my god and it's like how many craft projects can you do oh i don't do the craft i projects. know you don't well I you know. saw okay so you saw the what we did the other night where we went to cvs olivia had been begging me to do these charcoal masks why and she'd been watching it on youtube i don't 
don't know. She thinks because she can squeeze her nose and whiteheads come out uh, that she's becoming a preteen and she so wants she needs... to do these masks. And I'm like, Olivia, you just need to wash your face. Yes. And you just need to stop squeezing your nose. And Ryan's yeah. just like, yeah, he's like, I want to do one of those mess too. My face is terrible. I'm like, Ryan, you just need to use your proactive every night. Like yeah. I bought you yes. and your problems would go away as well. But anyway, so we were at CVS because I had to pick up some prescriptions and we ended up buying all these masks because they were like buy two, get one three. So we wound up with like nine masks of all these stuff. Oh, geez. So we decided to do the mask. I don't know what time we actually started, but we didn't finish until like after midnight. I saw the post. I'm like, <laughs> it is 1157 and they're all standing around with masks on. I but know. It is, it's spring break and this is your form of partying. So whatever. Yeah, it was fun. And we were supposed to like paint our nails and everything but that didn't end up happening because these masks were just out of control i mean i still have gray crap all over my sink and so anyways ryan's mask was like an actual like cloth mask that you put on and it just was seeped with like charcoal and lemon and so once you peel it up but his he had to stay on for like 30 minutes oh and so once it comes off your face is still kind of wet with what they refer to as essence. And essence? So, oh, God. Yes. That doesn't sound said, appealing at all. Said, if there's any extra essence in the bag, rub it on your neck. No. <laughs> so, I don't know. I wouldn't. So we were teasing. I'm like, Ryan, do you have any more of your essence in the bag? Ew. <laughs> that sounds like something you'd say to a boyfriend. So is there any right. essence left in your bag? If it is, let's go for round two. But anyways. Ugh. Um, So he kept his on. He kept trying to blow dry his face because he wanted his mask to stick to his face. I don't know why. I'm like, Ryan, the direction said nothing about trying to get it to dry and stick to your face. So you're not following that. Mine dried. Well, I didn't realize the peeling off process actually really quite hurts. Yes, they have. I mean, Paula, if you go, if you Google YouTube and you Google charcoal masks, you'll find them. There was a phase where people were doing them thinking it would be hilarious. And then they peeled them off and were like, I should have thought about this before. This hurts really bad. And like people were losing like eyebrow hair. It was ripping it right out of the thing. So I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. I, d- I didn't realize I had gotten my eyebrows. And then on like the oh, side by, no. by your ears, like that baby fuzz skin. Yes. That stuff was covered. And oh, so <laughs> oh, no. I started. So I first started peeling. I was like, ow, ow, ow. And I looked and my forehead skin was red. Oh, and I'm no. just like, this is like getting waxed. And so. <gasps> We're going to need more wax. I started grabbing flaps and I just started ripping them off. And it was making like audible sounds. And oh, so no. did anything course, good come out of your skin? I mean, besides hair? Well, my skin was really soft. But of course, nice. Victor came in and he wanted to do a mask. And so I'm just like, <sighs> fine. Suddenly the mood goes down. <laughs> so he wanted to do a mask. And so finally when I got, you know, what was, I, I had to take a break. And that was that picture oh, yeah. I took where half I my face that. was covered in silver. Did you think about getting like a wet washcloth and kind of moisturizing it off? Olivia gave up eventually and she. <laughs> so what she do? Just go to sleep with a mask on? <laughs> no, she washed her face and I guess it came off. Okay. But I mean, she barely, she painted hers on with a paintbrush and oh, you could okay. still see skin through hers so, so she didn't really light. do hers like I did mine you did hardcore yeah you I look like I look like Iron Man and so <laughs> yeah. anyways after I was finally 
as done as I was going to be. You know, I had still like a silver ring around my face. My eyebrows were still covered. And I think I had some on my lips, but I was just like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I'll wash it off tomorrow. (gasps) Did it come off? Yeah, I took a shower this morning. Everything came off. Good. Ryan decided to do another mask after everyone went to bed. He wanted to do the same charcoal mask that I did. Oh. Of course, his virginal tight skin. Oh, yeah. He peeled it off. He's like, Mom, this doesn't hurt at all. And I'm like, (sighs) shut up. Okay. Just because you have elastic virginal skin. Because he has more collagen than any woman over the age of 25 in his face right now. Because I peel mine off and it looks like a flabby arm. (laughs) I was going to say, do you have elbow skin now? I have weenus skin. Like Ryan, he loves to call it that. Weenus? The elbow. He's like, the elbow skin. He's all, Mom, you know what this is called? And I'm like, what? He's all, the weenus. Is it really? Or is he just making that up? That's what he says. I think he really knows that i don't know i'm gonna look it up right now i bet it isn't oh weenus it's spelled the loose skin covering the outside of the elbow joint i told you 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 have a looser weenus than i do you could use some moisturizer for your face hands knees and weenus what's a flagina (laughs) (laughs) weenus a a flying vagina i don't know weenus is the extra elbow skin flagina is the webbing between your fingers how the hell did we get vagina if vagina is the webbing? I'm un- I'm unimpressed. Well, I had to get an extra size wedding ring for him because his vagina really extends <laughs> out. God, I want to use this in a sentence in public. <laughs> I would love it. That's awesome. God, I feel so uninformed when I read things. Oh, and the- there's a vagina too. Woodgina. Wad, wagina, W-A-G-I-N-A. The vagina is the elbow, in, inner elbow crease. Okay, you know what I think happens is I think they had named everything and they just, you know, when they got down to like the lips and assholes of the body. They're like, well, I don't know. They're like, I don't vagina? know. The, the, the weenus and the vagina. I don't know. No one's going to give a shit. Nobody cares about those parts. Oh, okay. Here's here's our level of humor, Paula. Just like the uvula. Yeah, uvula. The humor of weenus and vagina more prevalent as an in-joke among middle school aged. Okay, well, excuse me for having middle school humor, all right? It's hilarious. Of course it is. You you We have middle school senses of humor. Of course we do. That if you're in like a PhD <laughs> class, science class and someone says and they're talking about flagina and weenus, <laughs> that there's not someone in the background snickering. Just like the the meme that I posted on your page yesterday. Hands up for those between between the rankings of one and ten, what's your immaturity level? Sixty nine. <laughs> That's I my level that was of humor. Well, I, I took so that hard age and I quiz that. and they said, what's your age? And it's like 69. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not yeah. 69. Not but only- then my friend says, I think it's, it's like your dirty mind or something. Yeah, I'm like, and well, I-, I would hope so. <laughs> I responded with, oh, yeah. <laughs> We're so immature. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So I saw the masks. I do love doing those masks. I don't know how good they work. I don't care. I think they're fun to do. I don't know. Use caution if you do the peely one. I'm just saying. (laughs) I felt like I was waxing my face. You know, the peeling ones are really fun. But apparently, if you have older skin, not so fun. Maybe you should do the washing off kind. I do. I think I'm going to try the essence one. Yeah, I have. uh, God, please let me know how your essence is. And if you have any extra in the bag, rub it on your neck. Well, I've had essence on my face before. But never. Well, we've all had essence on our neck, Paula. No, on my face. But you've never gotten a string of pearls ever. 
Sure, but I've also well, had an essence on my face, and ooh. I promptly rinsed it off when I was in the shower. That's <laughs> disgusting. I, you know what? I don't think I, it was a thing. They wanted I to try it, and I I'm like, it, all right, I'll it. do it. Yeah, it's it's a little porny for me, but yes, Those are weird. Some guys like to slap their dick on things. I don't know why that's a thing. I just don't understand some people. Like, I've had sex with uh, quite a few men now, I would say. And mm. some just have certain fascinations with certain things. Like, they just... Yeah. Well, they're like children sometimes. You know? They get playful. And they're like, I wonder what would happen if I stuck this up my butt. Like, the one guy that did the essence on my face, he was literally standing on the corner where I usually shave my legs uh-huh. and squirted it onto my face and I'm just like oh closed my, my eyes and we were in the shower, thank God. <laughs> this sounds and really so, graphic. <laughs> and I was just like, how long do I have to keep this on there? Like, you know. Oh no, it's just the process of watching it happen. He doesn't like, care now. Okay, I'm like, like five seconds? Please, what? he's in his you refractory know? period. Once it's done, it's done. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to dip my face in the water now because I, I Dip? I'd is... be scrubbing. <laughs> well, I didn't want to ruin it, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go all out you might as well just like oh no. go full circle but. it's so funny how you'll do things and i feel pretty and then i'll do things and you sound pretty it's so weird it's just so weird to me well i didn't how say i felt that? pretty having no nope. on my face no 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 pretty i oh, get pretty. like pretty. <laughs> yeah not pretty oh, god no <laughs> Like I've I've done stuff and you're like never in a million and then you do stuff and I'm like absolutely not it's like our preferences are so hilarious how I sound like a prude half the time and the other half of the time you're like how would you ever how could you ever do that it's so funny <sighs> really weird anyway um okay really quick before we go to our ugly and awkward moments of the week briefly tell me what's going on with Ryan and his school he got a note sent home is it a good note or a bad note oh no it was a bad note oh um, shit. Middle school. <laughs> we got it sent home from his English teacher. She's the teacher mm. I like the least. But right. I can't, you know, discredit what her concerns were because she's still a teacher. Yeah. And um, she basically respect. what she said is, is that Ryan has been completely disruptive in class. Mm. He um, is constantly laughing and cracking jokes with his friends, carrying on conversation, like side conversations. Right. It's to the point where he's distracting other students and, you Not know, good. and inhibiting their ability to learn. What a proud moment. Yeah. She's talked to him multiple times mm. and it's just not improving. You know, she hopes that by sending the note, we can help him correct the behavior if it still persists, though, she's going to have to look at sending him to the office and recommending suspension. That's nice. What I gathered, and after we talked to him and everything, I said, okay, I said, I think I know what you're doing. I said, you and your friends spread out through the classroom. You guys are laughing and talking, and you're basically carrying on your own side conversations while the teacher is teaching. Am I, am I correct? And he's just like, yeah. I said... And you're not really paying attention because you're just doing your own thing. He's like, well, I try and pay attention. I'm like, sure, you check in every now and then. Uh, but for the most part, you're just dicking around. And class, class is not just a suggestion. <laughs> right. I said, you're just dicking around, you know, laughing and, you know, making faces at each other and, you know, whatever. I said, right. but now, unfortunately, it's to the point where the kids around you that do want to get A's in the class 
can't pay attention because you and your friends are screwing off so bad mm-hmm. that it's distracting. And now the teacher has to say something because other kids are complaining. And the teacher frequently is catching you guys and telling you to knock it off. And so you'll stop for maybe, you know, two to five minutes and then you'll you'll get right back at it. And oh, she's yes. unable to control you, basically. Boy. Did he have anything to say for himself? I, I can't imagine that he had. There's no good excuse I can think of that he would say. Oh, he had plenty of things to say. He oh. says, well, you know, you know, I don't like the teacher. And I said, well, that's irrelevant. I said, because you're the student. She's the teacher. Right. And when you're in her class, you have to obey her rules. Right. It doesn't matter if I think she's a total bitch. That's just how it is. Yeah, there's a lot of people in life we have to work with, by the way, that we hate. But we right. still, you know, we still have to pull a check and pay the rent. So we deal with it as maturely as we can without getting fired. And then the second one he said was, well, I'm not the worst offender. And I said, well, I don't care who's the worst offender. It doesn't matter. I care about you and yes. what you're doing in class. That's right. And I said, and if you think for one second that we're the only ones getting this email tonight, I said, <laughs> you are kidding yourself. Oh, yeah. I said, I can guarantee tomorrow when you get to school, you and your five little friends in English are, have all gotten the same email. And you're going to find out real fast whose parents took it seriously and whose parents didn't. And I and I warned him. I said, Ryan, I said, I'm home all day. Yeah. I said, I'd be more than happy to come to all your classes and see how your behavior is for a whole week. Yeah. And he's just like, Mom, you don't have to do that. I said, then don't oh. make me. You know what? You'll do it, too. I will. Mm-hmm. And so the next day, sure as shit, they all had gotten the email. Mm-hmm. One of the mom was sitting in the back in, <gasps> in the class. Oh, so was it you? No, but I wouldn't have been alone. Paula, I would have loved it so much if you had gone. That would have been amazing. (laughs) Unity, unity, mom's rule, mom's rule. See, I bet there were no fathers there. And I'm not saying dads are bad by any means. That's not what I'm saying. But mothers are like, I am done with this bullshit. I did not raise you this way. Because we're thinking like, this woman must think you're just where we're savages, that we don't know how to behave. And we are not these people. And the you thing know? is, is this is the class that Ryan perpetually has like a D minus slash F in. Wonder why. And he says, you know, and we were talking like a couple of days before. He's just like, well, I just have such a hard time concentrating and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I, you know, and then Lies. we talked about taking him to Dr. Grant. I said, OK, I'm like, <laughs> I said, I'll tell you what's not going to happen. I said, this Dr. Grant, I can't concentrate. I might have ADHD. Bullshit is over. <laughs> Good for you. I said, you're going to sit in that seat, you're going to pay attention, and you're going to finish your classwork. Good for and you. And I said, and that's all you're going to do. Yeah. And I said, there is no excuse for you not being able to do that. I am so proud of you, Paula. This is this is what has to happen. I'm telling you. I told you this a while ago. I said, there will come a time where you will not see your son, the precious, I can't do anything wrong, I love him so much. It, it's the, all of that is still there, but you're like, I am raising a man and this is not the kind of man I want him to be. God damn it. And so now it's time to be real. And you are. And it's amazing. And he's going to be better for it. He will be a better person for it. I think what I was so angry at is, is his attitude. Like, yes. Like he was being like. In, he was the like victim. This, like this was an injustice to him or something <laughs> like that. Yes. Yes. Or like somehow this wasn't his fault. And I couldn't believe that. Yeah. 
I, I just couldn't believe that. Yeah. I'm just like, are you joking me right now? Yeah. I just, I'm like, where do you get this from? It is something that we have to proverbially beat out of children that they are entitled. You just, they these are the lessons that they will take with them for, for life forever. The way we handle it. It's like, hey, newsflash, people in a position where you are gleaning information from, whether it's a boss or an older sibling or a parent or a teacher, uh, they deserve your respect. They've worked their ass off to be here and you may not like them. And, you know, personally, I may not like them either, but that's not really the point. I mean, how many mm-hmm. times I've had, I have had bosses. I had a boss that was so bad. She was just dying to get me fired. And I knew it, eventually it was going to happen. And so I'm like, you know what? Why am I even trying anymore? It's, there's nothing I can do. So I was really, really fucking rude to her once and I got fired. Yeah. And I said, thanks for harassing me into doing something inappropriate. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, because honestly, and you know what? She took that so hard, she quit. Wow. I was fired and she was she quit within a week because she knew that she was an asshole. Right. My point is, is that that isn't even the way to handle it. I should have gone to someone and said, I'm being harassed by my supervisor. I don't know what the hell to do. I can't, I can't live like this. And so that's, but, but these things here that you're teaching him, that, that we teach these kids at 13, this is when most parents give up. This is when most parents go, you're too hard. I don't care what you do. Get suspended. I don't give a shit. I've got to go to work. But parents like you and this mother mother were like, oh, hell no. This is not who we are. I was just absolutely disgusted. I mean, that's just how I was. And yeah. I just, I couldn't believe my son was being such a little shit. <sighs> you know what? I can't tell you how many times I've told the children, you represent this family and you better do it well. Do not embarrass us. We we re- we are in this community. And the last thing I want is like, oh, those minor kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, that's not happening. It helps. <laughs> it does help. I had a, I had someone tell me just yesterday how delightful they thought my children were they said we're so happy that they come here they're such they are such good people and I'm almost like I I couldn't believe it I said well I mean I could believe it but I just was like thank you that is like the best compliment a mom can get you know See, for me uh, growing up it was scary because they're just like <laughs> campos 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 you have a sister right and I'm like oh, and I'm like yeah and I'm like which one which one <laughs> and they're just like because it all depends they're like Stephanie and I'm just like oh yeah, yeah mm-hmm. maybe yeah could have could have been I don't and they put know. a little flag on there I know exactly and they're I like know. they're like Jamie I'm like yes she's my sister <laughs> <laughs> like excellent we expect good things from you <laughs> so but, anyway yeah, well funny. it's all gonna work itself out this is a this is a learning phase for him and he will definitely improve he will and you know I he's sure not gonna hope so he's not gonna be perfect but I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, if he gets suspended, I mean, that's I mean, we've taken basically everything away from him. I mean, what what more can we do other than just basically tell him he has the right to exist and a right to eat and sleep and go to school? There was a time when I took the door off of this of the hinges so they didn't even have privacy. I did it to all of them except for Malia because she learned very quickly what not to do. But there were there was a time when our kids didn't even have doors. Because I I literally couldn't take anything else away from them. I mean, it was, like, impossible. It's very hard. Middle school is very difficult, especially when you have very strong-minded children. I mean, I know that there are kids who sail through. I don't know who those kids are, but they do sail through. But mine did not. 
So I look forward to the spring, this upcoming spring, to see a vast improvement, and he will sail through, and then eighth grade is way easier. So that's so. that's all good. All right. Well, I think that's enough of the mom thing. Um, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. We were taking Toby to the vet the last time um, and we were dropping him off so they could examine him do tests and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and then they were going to call us later and let us know like to come down and pick him up or whatever we were doing so I was carrying him in he was so weak that we just didn't want to put him in a box or a crate or anything like that so we just wrapped him up in a blanket of course and um, I was carrying him in and my hand felt wet and I'm just like Toby I'm like are you peeing on me Oh, no. He was peeing. And so his butt was hanging out of the blanket. Uh So first he was peeing on the vet floor. So I took him outside and then he was just peeing on the sidewalk. But he wouldn't stop. He was peeing everywhere. Oh. And so he was just kind of staring around, you know, and he was just (laughs) pissing all over the sidewalk. You're holding him out like here. Yeah. And so it was just funny because I had forgotten that they had put him on these like water pills, like these uh, diuretics Mm. to try and. Uh, get rid of some of the fluid that he was so he was peeing excessively so he was peeing everywhere like all the time so you're just standing there awkwardly holding this cat over the sidewalk so of course like the little medical assistant came over with a towel and like wiped up the floor and i'm like i'm really sorry (laughs) (sighs) well luckily they have linoleum for a reason (laughs) yes so toby's ugly and awkward moment was oh toby's final final (laughs) awkward moment he peed everywhere in defiance (laughs) yes well that is funny okay so mine just happened the other day as i said that my son has moved in and his girlfriend is here as well they are taking over the bathroom downstairs because no one ever uses it it's literally Mm -hmm. i think daryl uses it maybe once a day to pee and that's it Mm -hmm. and so it is dusty like there's no like the the sink needed to be cleaned because it was like dust and dirt and stuff because no one ever goes in there mm-hmm. and so i'm like you know what i need to clean this before they use it this is ridiculous i don't want i don't want them walking into something that looks like a haunted mansion you know so i go in there and i'm cleaning everything out and i was like okay so i have a lot of decorative curtains and stuff hanging up over the shower and i was trying to figure out how to move those over so i could clean out the tub which of course was full of dirt and dust i lean over and I'm like, oh, wait, I need to put down my glasses before I do this because they're a little too big for my head. And mm-hmm. so I lean over and they fall f- clean off straight into the shitter, straight <laughs> into the shitter. I'm like, I couldn't do that twice. I don't know how that wow. happened. I was like, so soon I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. And Daryl goes, what did you do? Are you all right? Did you hurt yourself? And I'm like, no. He goes, what did you break? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, never mind. Just ignore me. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Because now I've got to, how can I sanitize these to the point that I'll actually put them on my face again? Are they prescription? Yes. And Uh. so I was like, okay. So I'm like, okay. So Daryl comes in. He goes, oh, oh, well, what are we going to do about this? And I said, well, first I'm going to take a picture so that I can prove that this actually happened to my sister because this can't happen twice. And so, and then luckily just the tip of one of the arms was sticking out. So I was able to grab it bef- that had not touched any water. Oh, okay. So I was able to pull it out and put it in a towel. And then I used like several types of chemicals to sanitize. I'm like, can I put, can I put these in the dishwasher? But no, 
they'll probably melt the little arms. And so I just said, never mind, I'll just sanitize the shit out of this and it'll be fine. So, which I did. And I still was uncomfortable putting them on my face for a while, but I used the Clark's wipes afterwards and I felt, I thought that was a thorough cleaning of the glasses. I mean- I, you can only do so much. I, yes. I personally would have thrown them away, but... They're expensive. <laughs> I couldn't yeah, throw them I away. I didn't want to. So, I know. Well, time to get a new pair. <laughs> These are over. But I would think so. My first saw cheese. No, I just couldn't do it. So wow. I, yeah, that's kind of expensive. Well, the frames are pricey. In fact, I love them so much. These are actually these are older frames because I love them so much. I wanted to use them again, so I just had them put new lenses in. So anyway, <laughs> that's it. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Yes, everybody have a fabulous Easter. If you're listening today, go to church and have a glass of champagne, have some mimosas and some ham. Have a cake with a big cross on it and then talk about the damn Mexicans and (laughs) whatever else uh, you uh, people do for your... Whatever you religious people do. (laughs) Whatever your religious tradition is. Go listen to Kanye and his uh, pastoral beliefs. Mm. What did I read about him the other day? I don't know. Who, Jesus? No, Kanye. Oh, you know what? We we can talk about that at another time, but... that's weird to me. I don't want to hear Sunday services and having, oh, it's so great. It's, if Katy Perry is going to your Sunday services, I am out, O-U-T, out. I actually read that he purposely does not take any kind of medication to treat his mental health disorder. He has bipolar disorder. Because he thinks it makes him less creative. <sighs> Well, but to that's be perfectly honest, I'm not sure what he does is considered creative. You know, this is really hard because we're all about mental health, healthy mental health. And I don't, I think it's just like, I was explaining this to somebody just the other day because we're in the process. Um, one of my daughter is going through that we're, we had to find another psychotherapist because the first one did a shit job on medication. And so mm. we're quickly trying to find, I was telling her though, I'm like, do you realize how many times it took for Tyler to get the right medication? It takes a while. It's not a one and done. Oh no. You, you go through multiples. Yes. And so we have another one that becomes highly recommended and I'm really hopeful, but I said, if people would just treat mental health the way they treat bot- other body part health, like if you have cancer or diabetes, you don't just go, you know what, this is going to inhi- this is going to keep me inhibited. I don't want to deal with it. I'm just going to, you know, eat right and exercise more and that'll do it. No, it's a legit health issue. You have to address it. Mm-hmm. And you can't act like it is something you can ignore or just simply, you know, let it run rampant through your body. It just doesn't it will not end well and i feel that i feel so strongly about that with mental health because people just don't people just don't see it as serious i mean it's getting there but right now people treat you know mental health like well i mean if you choose that path and i'm like no it's like okay i guess it's the same people who try to pray cancer away or you know i i don't get i don't understand why you wouldn't take advantage of the science behind it or people who refer to you know medication as western medicine yeah and it's like just i don't know it's it's a little frustrating and i have to just kind of come to peace with the fact that people like connie are just going to be bipolar well, I He's think just, what it is, is is that, you know, people enable him to, yes. to uh, specifically his family or his wife or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, enable him to uh, make those life choices. 
and probably encourage it because that's what he wants to do. Well, instead of instead of, you know, saying you really should be making healthy choices for the sake of yourself and your family. Yeah, let's let's also not be kidding ourselves. He is ridiculously wealthy and he's going to never be in a position where he's running down the street screaming at nothing. He will always be protected. They will never let him lose it to the point. But that's not a life. It's not a life. You're right. It's not. But my point is, is that we will never know what his manic or even his depressive episodes look like because he's so incredibly rich that they will hide him. He will stay somewhere in a room until it's over. You know what I mean? I just feel bad for his kids. And I feel bad for like all that. of them. I feel you bad know? for him. I feel bad yeah. for Kanye. It can't. It doesn't feel good to be that ill. It feels. I mean, it when hurts. someone's that sick, I mean, typically they, you know, that's the stuff that gets you like fifty-one fifty because you're not capable of making your own choices. And and the fact that celebrities are like all in on that, I just find it. I find it repulsive, personally. Yeah. What are but you gonna do? What I don't are you know. gonna do? So <laughs> watch and judge. <laughs> it's just unfortunate, but it is. It is. Anyways, okay. Enough so, of that. Enough of that. Happy Easter. We will see you on Wednesday and we'll be past all these shenanigans. <laughs> it will be a new week and hopefully a better week. And uh I don't know what we have to look forward to. I think Mother's Day is coming up, so Yes. Maybe, maybe that'll be exciting. Maybe. Probably, probably not in my life. I'll be just disgusted. But <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll escape. So. There you go. For Mother's Day, I want to be away from you people. For Mother's Day, I'd like to go somewhere alone so you don't get me something that makes me want to throw up. Because, I no more gluten-free uh, cakes, goddammit! I just want to be alone, and I don't want you to buy me anything and pretend like we're still together. Thank there you. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right, I digress. Okay, have a good weekend, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.